1: Yo, what's up? It's your boy LA, aka the Love Ambassador, coming to you straight live and direct from the Jungle Studios. We got the one and only ever famous, formerly known as the Love Inhibitor, but tonight, what would you like to be referred to as? (sighs) Prince Andrew. <laughs> all right, Prince Andrew and is no. Nah, I don't want to be known
0: as a pedophile. That's alright I will just go with the love inhibitor. That's good lo- enough for me. <laughs>
1: I, still, I still walk around at times just laughing during the day, like i uh, the love inhibitor. <laughs> <laughs> all right, cool. So there's a lot to talk about, but uh, as we were uh, doing our warm-up stretches, which revolved around basically having a having a couple of uh, smokes and puffs and drinks. We thought, um, the old Prince Harry and, uh, Meghan. So, a bit of a background to the story is, is that essentially, uh, Prince Harry, once he got married, is, I believe, sixth in line to the throne. So, barring absolute disaster, no chance of becoming king, right? And then he's married, uh, this American lady, who's come over and, uh, basically, it's, uh, Hasn't gone quite well. They've had a kid, been happy. They asked to put, you know, three million pounds into redoing a little cottage for themselves. And now they've turned around (laughs) and said, well, as a matter of fact, we don't like it. We want to be financially independent uh, and uh, basically, you know, take a step back from the royal family. So what's your thoughts on the matter, mate? I feel like they are, you know, completely
0: justified. And if they want to, it's probably a busy, busy life, man. Like... Probably want to keep their kids away from that. Like she's, she's already, she's already famous through acting and stuff. And I'm sure they both got. Well, he's got a job in the army or air force. I don't know. Yeah, he was. Um, a, he was a helicopter pilot. Yeah, I mean, yeah. like it'd be pretty easy for both of them to get work. I'd,
1: I'd say. But then, what happens with the issue of um, security? Because essentially, he he will still be a, a kidnapping target. Target, yeah. 100%. absolutely. Well,
0: I'm pretty sure that doesn't actually play any roles on the royal family as far as I know. I think they there's up to like some somewhat like 200 close members to the royal family that actually have like 24-hour protection All right. Yeah, as far as, far as I know, there's like a, but then, there's a yeah, lot.
1: Who's who's footing the bill for it? Cuz if he's no longer It's the um the taxpayer. Tax
0: taxpayer 100%, but that's who looks after that's who pays for the queen's security any of the but royal families, You, would, you would argue
1: if you're still part of the royal family, but my understanding is is that he's still prepared to do charity work and that sort of stuff. It's more yeah. so he just doesn't want to be in...
0: the. Sen- he don't, don't think he wanted to be a senior royal family member as in, like, on... I don't know if they got, like, a little decision-making circle or...
1: Yeah, and also the amount of work that you have to do because you have to travel around the world basically opening up schools and yeah. hospitals and, you know, kissing babies. But do you reckon... <laughs> Do you reckon it'd be good being a royal? Because I'm gonna put I'm gonna put a controversial view over here.
0: I don't reckon it would be, man. Well,
1: maybe it's not controversial then. <laughs> I don't reckon it I would reckon be. I reckon it'd be fucking
0: shit. It's like, yeah, sick, you're famous, you got power, but you've also got responsibility forced on you that you don't want. Who was it before, um, um before before the Queen...
1: It was her uncle that abdicated.
0: Yeah, yeah, her uncle yeah. abdicated because he wanted to marry a woman that had previously been married and that was, like, against their... Yeah,
1: Whatever was bullshit they got going marry, on. Marry, marrying a, marrying a, a, a D4C. And also because she was, ironically, I believe, American as well. You know, What's happening, happening when they're going for the Yankees It's causing fucking turmoil. <laughs> it's, like, it's just like you just still haven't yet let <laughs> the seventeen hundreds going. No, like seventeen seventy two, man. You got your fucking <laughs> independence <laughs> when you just from. <laughs> <on. It's laughs> fucking hell! What oh, was causing <laughs> commotion? <laughs> they're
0: just they're just trying to sneak back into England yeah,
1: now. Oh no, <laughs> it's just unbelievable. Yeah, because it'd also be just a constant scrutiny, constant hassle. Uh, yeah. All right. So you've got like, you know, uh, you fly first class and you stay in nice hotels, but you've never got a moment where you can yeah just smoke a couple of bongs and chill out. <laughs> down well, at the, the last time side, he tried
0: to have a fucking couple of bongs and to chill out, and it uh, was world news. It was it was world yeah. news, and he ended up fucking. He, seeing, he ended up into the fucking battlefield, didn't he? <laughs> As a sin oh, after that fucking cocaine night with the, uh, <laughs> and a bunch of ladies in his fucking spa. Do you remember? That, that was like 2008. Oh, yeah, and then they sent him to <laughs> battle afterwards. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. That's not good, mate. <laughs> Mum,
1: Mum, you know, Grandma, it's just a couple of lines of coke. <laughs> Speaking of which, do you reckon Diane got bumped off? Oh, 100%. Oh, so do I. It's so... Uh, it's weirdly suspicious, man. Why yeah. did that just come out and say, look, we did it, you know, you all... that. That's what i like to introduce. Something where everyone knows that they did it and they just no longer try to keep it a secret. So, and just, they're just like, what yeah. the fuck are you going to do about it? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> just come out and just go, look, Emma at six, we killed her for X reason because she was with and was going to have a Muslim child yeah. and they'd be <laughs> part of the royal family and it can't happen because we're the Church of England, blah, 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 Pretty blah, much. blah. Yeah. You know, that's why That's Possible, why we did good it.
0: Theory. Another uh, conspiracy theory right now. This whole Prince Harry thing was fabricated by the royal family to take the attention off Prince Andrew. A.K.A. the pedo. A.K.A. the fucking slave trade. Fucking hell. He's... What do you reckon? Yes or no?
1: I reckon... <laughs> uh, I've got to be careful because I've just realised I hold a British passport here. Anyway, fuck it. I reckon that <laughs> the MI6 bucked off Epstein as well. Yeah, yeah. CIA, MI six, CIA, MI six, CIA. Probably some Russian mafia were like, you know, we've got a guy on the inside can do it for you <laughs> because he's just got he's just got the information of fucking everyone, mate. Yeah, and there's I mean there's photo evidence
0: of him leaving like you know parties quotation mark like with those like said girls that were you know, trade traded or whatever to, to go to the US and stuff. And there's photos of him leaving parties as people speaking about their own experiences seeing him there with yeah. those, like, young girls and stuff. Like, I know, it's pretty sus. sus I think, I think you can I talk think all the shit you want guilty. and deny it, yeah. But at the same time, you've been around that a long time. Like, surely you know something's up and you've fucking spoken up about it. Like, even though he's, he's not exactly, like, top of the line for the Royals, he's still... You know, he's still, like, a bit, uh... He's, he still probably holds a bit of, well, bit of power and sway. Def- he's definitely yeah. a senior
1: member. He's yeah, a, definitely. He's the Queen's son, right? And you've
0: seen the photos of, like, how pissed off they look at him when they, <laughs> when they see him, right? So, he was the one with Fergie, wasn't
1: he? Is that Prince Andrew? No, no, I thought, um... Wait. Was it? I don't know. Mate, I thought... Um, oh, let's look this up. Yeah. I don't know enough about the
0: Royal Family. I'm neither, basically talking out of my ass right now. Yeah,
1: so. neither do I. But, I mean, like, I thought, I thought it was Charles that got with Fergie. No, that was... Uh, he got with Diane, mate. Yeah,
0: and then I thought he got with Fergie after Diane.
1: Oh! That's a... It's controversial. Just single-handedly spreading rumours. Oh, well, here we go. Thank God, thank God for fucking Google. Yeah, no, absolutely. Fair, yeah, it's him with so, Fergie. So here's another here's another conspiracy. Did Fergie leave <laughs> leave him? Because he was like, nah, you're <laughs> past the age of like, you know, the, that's above my tolerance. I only like young girls. <laughs> and if she knew, well, he only likes young type, I'm just gonna go young I'm gonna go fuck some maturity just to fuck him up even more. <laughs> She must have known about it. This isn't something you hide. You feel yeah. like love for young people. So, all right. So, I guess in conclusion, we're sort of thinking that the old Prince Harry has a point to go. Andrew, guilty. Uh, and Diane, bumped off by MI6. But,
0: uh, the do you last- reckon Diane's thing, though, could be, Diana's thing could be to do with the old Prince Harry doesn't exactly look like his dad like the rest of his family does.
1: Yeah, I know, but so do a lot of kids. (laughs) Mm, Yeah, he looks suspiciously like his uh, secret other dad, though. He does, he looks suspiciously like the guy that was the colonel or the general or the army dude. Yeah, mate is a fucking humdinger for him. That's another thing. That's part of let's be honest. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> let's be honest day. Eh? Like, yeah, so Maybe so that something. was her issue. Yeah. Maybe she was honest with the family. Yeah, you Maybe know what? that's what happened, J. To her. JFK was actually killed by, by the Italian mafia. Oh, you know what? Yeah, we, we bumped we bumped Diana off. Oh we you know, we did actually land on the moon. Yeah. with some a lot of people don't think we don't. But the last question I want to ask you is the a lot of the argument from People that are getting angry is a concept of the taxpayers footing the bill. And the very thought that they as the taxpayer have footed the bill for everything, for your lifestyle, now you turn around saying it's too hard, that a lot of the anger's sort of like, well toughen up, mate. Like we've given you this perfect lifestyle off the back of our hard work, like what do you do? Yeah. You exactly. cut ribbons. Yeah.
0: Well, I don't know. I honestly think a lot of that shit's just fabricated by, you know, media outlets and stuff. And realistically, theoretically, the queen holds the most power in the UK. I don't know. Like, I think it. But I think it's a really delicate power of like, you know. Once, if the people get pissed off enough, like at the end of the day, the people still hold the power. Like, she is in charge. At the end, of, she does have like full authority over the army, navy. So I don't it's know. Like, if she, I don't know. Her if she Majesty's does. I don't know if she Royal does. Navy. I thought it was like I thought it was after, like
1: after Cromwell, the Parliament, the 1600s. I, I think it's I think it's kind of balanced, balanced. Yeah, yeah. There, there, I think there is some form of balance of power. Yeah, but I but think I'm sure at the, the end the, of the
0: day, they do answer to her, yeah. not to like. So sort if of she made an order, I'm pretty sure of it. Because she's sort of Buckingham Palace, yeah. the
1: cool grandmother she is, and lifted a disorder. I <laughs> thought said, it was something... We need to attack the Germans. <laughs> I think Fuck yeah, the Germans, <laughs> it would will just be like. Explain the <laughs> <laughs> Fuck the status quo. <laughs> QE2's told us to go in. Let's do it boys. <laughs> just, just picturing the fucking queen just the sword with a sword.
0: What about what do you reckon about Prince Philip, though? He's seen some shit, hey? Oh
1: yeah, mate. You look at him, you can see it in his eyes. He's seen some shit. Like. Yeah, well, I mean
0: Do you reckon? Odd one, but do you reckon he ever has a wank over the picture
1: of his wife? Well, what happens, or, what happens when you? What happens to William and Harry when they are going to the strip club and they're seeing their grandma on the fucking? They're throwing, their, throw and they're the throwing pictures of okay. their fucking. Grandma. I'm gonna one up this. Do you reckon <laughs> Prince Philip's
0: ever had a wank over his wife on the back of a notary
1: guy? <laughs> <laughs> I reckon he snorted coke through it though. <laughs> 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 I reckon he's done fucking. <laughs> lying, <you> know, <laughs> 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 Loving her twice. <laughs> Up the fucking nostril and <laughs> then afterwards. Oh uh, I mean Yeah, but I've gotta say after all of this on the royal family, I love the Queen. I do as well. She likes cows, man. Yeah. One
0: thing you've seen that video, right? Yeah. It's a cow <laughs> <laughs> But one thing though, she doesn't like garlic, and that really
1: gets me going.
0: Like, how do you know I like
1: garlic? Well, as I've. Uh, well, let's go into the next segment after that. Do you think it's a good thing that everyone's opinion is heard? In the sense, like, you know, you look at uh, Twitter as a prime example, right? Of the Twitter trolls or everyone voicing, that you've got to a stage where no one can say anything without criticizing. Yeah. Do you think but do you think that people are entitled to have those views regardless? Or you think that there should still be some like shut the fuck up bro and you know, um, cease them from being important.
0: I firmly reckon that everyone should be allowed to have their own opinion. Like I firmly believe that. But in saying that I should I also firmly believe that you should know that everything you say and do has consequences. Yeah. Regardless of whether you think it's good. Or you think it's bad, like other people have different opinions, and at the end of the day, everyone everyone's life matters, so if your opinions conflict with other people's living situations or their lives, then expect expect like reprisal.
1: Yeah, but because I just feel like there's just There's just so much negativity in the social sphere. Yeah It's either like faux joy, right mm. or like, you know, uh, we'll get into the bushfires next, but otherwise there's just so many people that are just generally fucked off that it's like, why are you wasting your time commenting on everything? And then yeah. that, that's the problem that I have is because now people are so afraid to speak for fear of the, the reprisals. Yeah. So the value of the words that are lost. Anyway, so going into the next uh, thing, uh, which is on a more serious note to begin with, uh, the country of Australia, as everyone has seen, has been ravaged by bushfires. To put it in perspective, it is the size of Belgium, if not more, in terms of landmass, mass, uh, and... People have been talking about enormous amount of wildlife being lost. Uh, unfortunately, I think twenty six or twenty seven lives have also been lost. Um, and generally, the the country has been yeah going through a tough time. I was yeah. in Melbourne; the whole the whole city was covered in smoke for one day. But I guess I'll I'll start off with a a more positive note on my thoughts. I think the most amazing thing has been how the country has just. A united, and B no longer started bickering over such minor details that affect such small parts of the population, and everyone from the you know the barman to the musician, you know, to the church groups to everyone is just chipping in.
0: Minus the uh, prime minister. Well, <laughs> no, yeah. Well, I mean, we can we can debate <laughs> we'll, 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 de-
1: we'll debate about that one, right? But yeah, and I think that it's just you know, you kind of really get a lot of courage from it by seeing like, fuck, I mean, we've gone through this. Everyone's just put their head down, got all together and got on with it, and you really think they're going to come up bigger and better. Um, But then it also brings up multiple questions of Prime Minister, climate change, should people even live in the fucking bush, Uh, ageing volunteer force of firefighters, because farmers, you know, the ageing farmers on the land. Yeah. So... I guess I'll start it with sort of what do you think have been some positives that have come out of this bushfire and what are the what are the some things that fuck you off um
0: definitely a positive is like the you know the coming together of people I reckon big issues like that and big big trauma issues actually bring people together and it's sad but like that actually does bring people together like you've seen it in like wartime, people put together, they put a like you know, put aside their differences to help each other. Like you heard during the um, racial segregation stuff, like throughout like the Korean War and the Vietnam War, that black people and white people didn't care that you know he was black or he was white. They fought together and they considered each other brothers because they fought together. Yeah. It's like yeah, in times of um, I guess stress and strife. Like, people do come together, and I think that is good. But negative is I think the Prime Minister handled it horrendously badly. Like, he didn't even handle it. Like, he didn't even do anything. Literally everyone is pitching in. Tony Abbott out there with our our volunteer fire services, like, doing his part as, like, a... I'm pretty sure he was actually part of it.
1: He's been a volunteer firefighter for, like, decades. Yeah, so there you yeah. go. Uh, he,
0: he's so. not even looking for, uh, you know... No, he's always, he he's wasn't, always he, been like that, yeah. yeah. He wasn't actually looking for, you know, gratification or anything or wasn't doing it as a show to the public. He was actually just doing his bit. You know, as much of a dickhead, I reckon he is. He, he has a soul and he's, like, probably, deep down, aside from his views, maybe like, a good person. But, like, the, the way the Prime Minister handled it is, like, It's utter bullshit. And it was definitely all, you know, them, like, oh, let's fly to this, like, country town and, like, shake some hands of some fucking firefighters and, you know, um, some locals and stuff. And then it'll look good for the press. Like, whereas no one else is concerned about their image to the press. It was like, I want to do, you know, I want to do good. Whereas, obviously, the reaction he got was well-deserved. I mean... The fires are already happening. They're out of control already. Then you fuck off and go to Hawaii for a fucking vacation. He's uh, he's currently stayed in Parliament for the least amount... Like, he's been to Parliament f- for the least amount of time for any Prime Minister... In their opening term, I believe. And, you know, he's already just showing that he's not... He's not capable for the job.
1: Yeah, because I've got to admit, bro, like... On, on this subject... I disagree to a large yeah. extent. Yeah. So I first of all disagree because I think that everyone, everyone, especially if you're the leader of a country yeah. and you've got a young kids and families, uh, have the right to holiday regardless. Because it What's doesn't it does, it, it doesn't matter if you it doesn't matter where you are in the world today. Oh, I yeah. know from my job, you're getting information on your phone and everything the whole time. Yeah. Did he do the right course of notifying everyone before he went? Well, maybe he didn't. Maybe that's something he's got to have a look at. That he sent a text message to the to the to the opposition. I don't don't doubt that.
0: I don't doubt that he doesn't deserve a holiday. Everyone, I reckon everyone does. But it's the sense of urgency that you need. You are the leader of a country. No,
1: I don't think so because I think at I think that the the when he was taking it, the bushfires was like a. I mean. Even if you read on Banjo Patterson the, the 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 poet and the author in like the eighteen hundreds we were having massive bushfires part of Australia is it? Oh, I yeah, think definitely. and I think and I think with the urgency was that when he realised the extent that it was, he did cut it short and come through. Did he make a mistake uh, doing it? Yes, but I think that that people in a bid to try and get cheap political points are using that too much. Oh. And I think that's always going to be the case. And I think also also where I disagree is that I think that that there is in him a genuine care for the people. And I think that you do kind of have to... There is also an element of like, yeah, shake hands and whatever. But you do have to try and cover a fucking enormous land... Oh, yeah. In little villages to try and see, so I think he generally did a good job in that, and I th- I disagree with people not shaking his hand. I think, and that's maybe I'm the only one here. Yeah. <laughs> I probably am, but I think that that is so highly disrespectful yeah. to someone who's who is there physically as a person. A two, common courtesy. Yeah. Three, it's not his. He didn't start the bushfires. And four, he's come out, apologised, but he's the one, he's the one person. It's not the party, and also... I don't, I but also don't the...
0: believe the party did anything wrong. I think it was him as a personal, like, as a, from a personal level. Um, he, he didn't handle it well. They doctored images of him shaking that firefighter's hand when he did not. He, to me, it looked like he forced that woman to shake his hand. Um... I just, I honestly just don't. He just does not seem like a good person to me personally. I just, I I,
1: I think people were too disrespectful to him. But and I I understand that they're upset, and I understand they're angry, and I understand what they're going through. Yeah. But he is, he is still, he is still a person that's that's trying his best to solve it. And and let me ask you another question. By you not shaking his hand, what do you achieve? If the camera's not there, right? If the camera's not there and it's not a a statement, what do you achieve by not shaking his hand?
0: Well, by not shaking his hand, you still achieve a statement directly to him as a person that at that current point in time... Just fuck off. He's not... It's not not worth it. Like, you're not worthy of shaking my hand. Like, I'm just a normal person. You're just a normal person. You might be the country's leader, but at the end of the day, you're, you're still shit like me. So, like... And... He just didn't seem like he was genuinely compassionate to be there. If he was, he wouldn't have fucking turned his back when they were pissed off at him. He would have sat there and listened to every single one of their complaints.
1: He did, he did, on on that video that they were showing with that lady with the fucking, <laughs> <laughs> no. goat. He like, just yeah. walked off the no, him. But that, no, you need no, to no sit but that's, there. no, hang on a tick. Because if you actually watch the video, you see it's as much as his security is pushing him along as opposed to him just standing there and listening. He and still
0: has the authority to tell them to get the fuck out of the way, though. He still has that authority. To I mean, like, I, it's still, fine. I still think we were it, just talking.
1: Yeah, like, I still think in that in that situation, it was just but from at the end of it, the
0: day, you've lost your fucking house. Your cries for help, which when did they start? When did the fires start?
1: But he's had times where he's generally like been to people that have told him to fuck off. Like, can you please tell that guy that I'm really sorry for his loss, and I generally you know, generally mean it. That. And he's had those situations which have, you know, been documented for people through who they're talking to. You know, I mean, like I said, it's one of those things that I think, you I know, the, the think country's going to have to agree to disagree. I just don't think on. he
0: handled it well. Like, you look at the floods when Kevin Rudd was in power. He was, you know, he was in the houses. He was helping people carry their shit out. I think, I'm pretty sure he, like, cut his... He cut himself badly enough that he had to go to hospital for like an infection through that as well. Yeah, um, but I think also think- I, I didn't I didn't like Kevin Rudd. I reckon he's a fuck with.
1: He's a fucking psycho. Oh
0: yeah, but at the end of the day, he's he hand like as a prime minister as the leader of a country, he handled it well. And I'm just saying like, okay, maybe I don't know Scott Morrison, but at the end of the day, he doesn't hold any of the values that I hold. He was one of the only people who never crossed parliament to sit on the, you know, vote for. The uh, gay marriage side, he and then claimed after it that their party, you know, legalized legalized that. Um, well,
1: le- so then, this is an interesting thing. On I just don't think as, as a, a, as, a he- as a quick side one on gay marriage, right? Yeah. So with religion, we we have to accept that a person that is religion Christian or Sunni yeah. or Shia or whatever. Whatever's written, you've got to believe. Yeah. Right. You've got to believe that's your thing, yeah, that's your values, or whatever. So if you're a Christian and your values is to have no homosexuality or yeah. no marriage between marriages between men and women for procreation, that's and, you
0: though. That's but, you. But, but, but not but, someone else. That's you. No,
1: but then if you're if you're individually hold those values, not that I'm yeah. standing up just for Scott Morrison on this because in a way, yeah, no, I, I, I But yeah, divorce a yeah, a side opinion of it, because if that is your values and you're representing people with those yeah. values that don't want it, then then is there not an element in the parliament in particular that they can also yeah. be represented? Yeah. Because, because there's a whole bunch of people that are saying, I generally don't believe it. It's written in my scriptures, I do not believe it, right? So then yeah. if I'm electing a member of parliament, how come a member of parliament can't go... From a social perspective, I'm here for you, but my religious point of views and who I'm representing says that I can't do it. Yeah,
0: but see, they're actually repu- representing, what is it, their con- constituency? Is that, what, is that what the word is?
1: Constituency, yeah. Yeah,
0: they're representing them. but are not representing it... their religious beliefs, but that goes back to what I was saying before. You can have any opinion, I believe, you can have any opinion you want. He's entitled to that opinion, but once it starts affecting other people's lives, how they live... Um, Eventually Yeah Because Th- I want that, That's when it That's when it hits the line Where it's like Okay Well You can believe that If you want But Stop making it affect Other people's lives And like If you go to something, Is it Berlin I think it's one third Of their population of men Are homosexuals There as well
1: so Can you imagine how much fun they would have? Yeah, exactly. But that's oh a that's a large dude, dude. That is a large portion of people. Yeah, man. but that, oh, is a that, large that would be amazing if, if you were gay. Yeah, that'd be
0: unbelievable. It'd be like going to if you love transvestites. Going Mate, to fucking it'd it'd be,
1: <laughs> going to Bangkok. It'd be like <laughs> it'd be like paradise, wouldn't it? Oh, You'd 100%, be just going man. in, and they'd be all like they'd be all different like ethnicities because you know Germany's a multicultural country. Yeah. Go to Berlin. They'd have all the bars, mate. You'd you'd just be getting your not fucking polished, leftronic right, centre. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? In the because that's what they in the little side oh. rooms, just getting it in on. Down in down in the old Berk- Bergheim. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <Cool>. but uh, <laughs> that was a bit of a sidetrack. But anyway, <laughs> um, yeah, back to the fires, though. It's just that. So all right. So we agree to disagree on the. Prime Minister, so it. Well, we but
0: we both agree on you know, like the countries come together. Other countries have come together to help.
1: So, do you think? Do you think that the people, because it looks like these bushfires are definitely going to continue, right? Do, yeah. Do you think that people should therefore be allowed to still live in these areas? Yeah, hundred percent.
0: I personally believe you should be able to live where, even if there's are. a fire Fuck every year. Are.
1: Even if there's a fire every year. Yeah,
0: dude go up into the hills in Perth. There's a fire, there's usually, there's a fire once every year or two years. Like, I live right over the road from John Forrest National Park and there's been a couple of times where we've been like, oh, oh, might, oh have, might have to leave the house. Well, goes up, yeah. Yeah, so like, you know, shit like that happens. That's, is literally life. It's like, you know, going for a swim in the ocean.
1: Noah's, sharks for the Americans. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, and it's, it's like, there's, It's going to be... Dude, life's dangerous at the end of the day.
1: And uh, and we've also made it really really
0: (laughs) safe. Like, life for humans is relatively safe compared to what it used to be. You know what
1: I read, actually, literally just before you came? This lady survived in an old-school Rolls-Royce. So a house burnt down, right? Oh, so it was like a full steel... Full steel... Those 1974 Silver Ghost Rolls-Royce... So yeah, like, and she was a me- mechanic and she just put new sealant on it. So the whole entire thing was like this fortress. <laughs> so you look at the pictures in the Australian. You look at the pictures. The car still drives. The car's mm-hmm. still there. Like, Everything is gone. It's like a little bit, gone, but like a little bit smoldered, there. but everything else is fucked.
0: In there. So it's she's gone. just hidden in there. She's just hidden in there. And Fuck, she, that would have been a bit warmer. Hey? Yeah,
1: it was fucking warm. But so then she, what's happened is she's had the soot all over her face. And she was just calling people and eventually this guy has just come in with the with the with the truck. And this brings the next question. Do you think we should have compulsory volunteer firefighting? During these or if work because my idea was if you're on the dole, you've got to be a you've got to be a firefighter during the bush season as part of your work for dole scheme. Because the problem is, is that the volunteers in this in the country Authorities are older, and there's now game. now's a problem with trying to get sort of young people. They well, are there, but
0: it's you know it what was, you could do instead. So you know how they small made the immigration to Australia smaller, yeah, which I thought was a dumb as fuck idea. So they dropped it down to one hundred and sixty thousand a year now or something. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, increase that. They bring their money. That's good. But you know how... If you if you want to get a visa for Australia... And I'm sure it's like this in many countries... You have to do your rural work for 89 days, is it? You have to work in a rural town or area there's for certain days. There's certain visas that you've got to do. Yeah. Just, just your, your working, touri- working visa. That's, that's tourism visas. Yeah. Tourism yeah. and you're, I'm working, pretty yeah. sure you're working one as well. Unless yeah. you have a sponsor. Yeah. Which is hard to get. Um, you know... Like make people... Yeah, you want to immigrate here... You've got to live in, you know, a country town for, you know, two couple years. A couple of years, years yeah. two years, three years. And then they could also be volunteer firefighters or whatnot. But
1: so bolster like rural areas through yeah, migration. Because,
0: be, yeah, because that's what they've been complaining about is our rural areas are shrinking. Everyone's moving to the cities. Yeah. So it's not like America, how it's, it's full all the way in. Yeah. It's, you know, like Australia is like you're lucky to find towns in in the fucking, out in the middle, aren't you? Like, they're all around the coast. Like, and even then, the southern coast of Australia is pretty, pretty bare as well. Like...
1: Yeah, I mean, I've actually done the east coast drive a couple of times, yeah. yeah. No, I've done that, hugging the east coast all the way Mm. up. And yeah, there's, there you see... There's quite a few towns there, but... But as soon as you go inland, it's just fucking nothing.
0: Yeah, and it's it's around Perth, it's, you can tell why it's the most isolated city in the world. It's, it's fucking nothing between us. Apparently,
1: so. Auckland is. Or oh, Auckland is. Yeah. Really? Kiwis. I think the Kiwis get it. We're pretty oh, yeah. close. We'd have to be close. We're top. we top. We're top. Because uh, the, five. Next, the it's, next. It's Adelaide, Auckland, us, and someone else. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, what's the closest city to Perth? Would it be Busselton now or Bunbury? Is that classed as a city? No.
1: Hmm. No. It's, that's that. They don't class it. as like Jakarta or Adelaide yeah. or. Brisbane or whatever.
0: Oh, yeah, no, it's still Perth, man.
1: Really? Population, yep. So, what the fuck was I looking at then that said Auckland? I don't
0: know, but. Uh, oh, i stand correct. I know, oh, it's one of the most. I one don't of know. Where it's yeah! Coming. Look, who's coming on? It's not still. Fuck off! <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, it's Honolulu, Hawaii. That makes so oh. much more sense. How the fuck can we forget that? Like... Fucking Honolulu. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Honolulu. All right,
1: well, we're wrong. We're sorry. That happens. Uh, okay, so I think we've had, had enough on the bushfires. Fucking hell, we're nearly up to half an hour of churning. Jesus Christ. <laughs> okay, that went quickly. Time flies are having fun. Um, all right, so... We've done the bushfires. Last but not least, uh, World War Three. you know? So, obviously... Oh, the Iran. Iran, uh, we... They took out the Sulmani. I did the po- last podcast. You can find out all about that sort of stuff, right? But do you reckon there's ever going to be a World War Three? No. I, think I don't think so that. either. I
0: think we're past that. I think I think the only thing left in the world, as far as wars go, is proxy wars. Yep.
1: It's so proxy no wars
0: because at the end of the day, if America, Russia, China faced off against each other... It's just gonna end in total devastation. They don't win, we don't win, no one fucking wins. It's well, not so worth it. also because the, the only the only form of conquering now that's left is maybe the few proxy wars they could have in fucking Africa or Yemen. Yeah, or man. Maybe I don't know. China's looking pretty daunting in the uh, what was it the Philippine Sea that's now the sub South China Sea? Yeah. Like they've completely They're just the right sea. on our
1: shipping route. It's gonna be a fucking nightmare if they start kicking off.
0: Yeah, and um. And, yeah, so it's basically there in fucking Africa, you know, Sudan, and I think Sudan's is mainly internal, but...
1: Yeah, uh, they're the Arabic north and the Christian south. And
0: maybe some of the Middle East, but, you know, I think as a culture, we're past that, and at the end of the day, we are violent, but... I don't think that's the way to conquer anymore. The way to conquer is through like conquest is done through commerce, capital conquest. Yeah, through capital gains. Yeah, by making money. And that's... I
1: think I think especially in the most and pretty much all the Western countries now. Like, what's the point of invading when you can just buy everything? <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, like you or look own. at China, man. You <laughs> <can> buy <laughs> everything. You <like. laughs> can just own whatever it is the fuck you want. You know. Yeah. And then yeah, it'll cost you like a bit more extra cash as a premium. But otherwise, yeah, no one really sort of. Well, that's why. Uh, to it's... all the people listening in to, to in Indonesia, I oh, absolutely and utterly love you. Thank you for being our brothers. You're the best neighbors ever. <laughs> the Kiwis don't have to worry about. It. <laughs> yeah, fuck <the> Kiwis.
0: Uh, <laughs> choice brew. But was it uh, was it New Zealand and I think in Bali specifically. I'm not sure about the rest of Indonesia. It's a lot harder to buy into into the country now. I know you can't buy residential property in New Zealand unless you live there.
1: Well, because their property prices went so
0: utterly insane. Yeah. From the and foreign they have, investment, yeah. Yeah, and that makes perfect sense. I honestly think that's such a... That's actually such a good thing to do when you're struggling with work and housing issues. I've
1: got to hand it to the Kiwis, though. Like, their population is... not Probably the same as, you know, four or five million or something like that. Maybe six. I think most of them live in WA. Yeah. <laughs> and, and Queensland. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it's like, they punch so above, above, above their, their weight. weight in yeah. everything. Like sports. Cricket. Well, like, apart from this time around, because they came to Australia, we smashed them. But generally as a cricket team, good. Not, not bad. Rugby, pretty good. Soccer, nit, not nit bad. Soccer, not bad. They've had one of the greatest players of all time. So.
0: Nitball, very, nit very good. Oh, yeah. Those ladies are fucking beasts, man. Yeah. But, yeah. Totally forgot what we are talking about. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yes. You know. we're So, there's not going to be any World War 3. We we'd have to worry about it. Yeah. I
0: th- I think yeah, if anything's going to happen, it's going to be through Conquest. I think, yeah. Like, any any sort of nuclear issue breaks out, that's just...
1: Like, uh, we're all dead. Like, 100% we're all dead. I don't know if Perth would get hit. That's <laughs> the thing, like, What's, what's Perth, worth hitting in Perth, then? Perth, Perth, Perth to me is, like, if an apocalypse kicks off... This is one of the safest places to be. Like, it's so far. We're probably away. not going to
0: see it for another like yeah, two years. Honestly, man. we
1: don't even know. It'd be like, the whole world's ended, and we're just still here. You know, just you're going to come around, around,
0: and old fucking Karen down at the uh, fresh provisions is just going to be like, oh, "Where the
1: fuck are the almonds?"
0: And, you know, two years later, we find out that California's been bombed. There's no but more boom, almonds to no. go Like. <laughs>
1: We just couldn't figure out why all the Melbourne footy teams weren't coming over to play (laughs) at the stadium anymore. The last time we went there we couldn't even find the (laughs) pitch,
0: but yeah, I I don't reckon there's gonna be a World War Three. Touch wood, but I don't reckon it's gonna be a World War Three. Would you fought? It depends. Yeah. It depends on what, well, it, what it, depends it meant you, to fight. Yeah. No, it depends on what it meant to fight really. I think so if so it was well. some bullshit like oh communism's taking over, oh well, I'd be hard pressed to believe it. But <laughs> also I mean my mum
1: grew up in a communist country, I'd be like I know what to do. <laughs> like I'm good. I know all the tricks already. <laughs>
0: communism's not a thing. It's just autocracy really, isn't it? Man. Like China autocracy. Russia's pretty much becoming an autocracy now
1: like it's almost But like
0: what would they do they abandoned their parliament
1: completely abandoned didn't it yeah they just basically walked and
0: out. that was to give Vladimir Putin more, more strength over his position I thought it was a protest
1: against his strength
0: I thought it was giving him more strength but I don't know I hope they they sort it out because what was his last his last main uh, main uh, competitor for the presidential campaign oh, was arrested a- by him wasn't
1: he yeah he's been in jail for years bro <laughs> yeah like I think Russia kind of needs like a strong leader to hold it all together, though. Honestly, there's some, there's some, I just think honestly of those think countries. there are
0: strong people and they don't need that. I think they need a, a leader that's going to actually care about them. I reckon that's what they need, is someone who's actually going to give a shit.
1: You do realise that would be the first time in Russian history <laughs> that's since like fucking 1400 that someone's actually give a shit about the people. <laughs> it's like... It'd be so weird being a Russian and they're like, yeah. we really want to approve our social services and help you. They'd be like, what the fuck do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> There'd be no trust. Ludmilla, what are yeah. you talking about? Vodka? <laughs> they, they, they try to fool us again. <laughs> you have another shot. <laughs> Healthcare, uh, have shot Vodka. <laughs> Uh, that's one country that if someone said go to war, I'd be like, I'm not going. I feel they like they can't win. It's like f- Afghanistan. You can't win in the rule the Ruskies.
0: Yeah, I feel like though, the one
1: that's probably
0: been been a little bit worse would be China throughout their history. Just domination wars, domination Mate. wars. Since like what was it? Since like 3000 BC.
1: Actually. The short history of China there, mate. It's, it's just... crazy, uh, man. They're constantly fawning. Like, this has been the first time they haven't had, like, an like, open war in, like... Yeah, in, like, like centuries. Yeah, it's fucking years. crazy, man. Yeah. Like, um...
0: Like, and they, they do all those, like, reviews of, like, the most... Like, uh, devastating, um, human... Human-imposed impacts on other humans... Mao's and then they, revolution. they, yeah, they scale it to, um, they scale it to like mid twentieth century.
1: Yeah.
0: And I think there's one in uh, mid twentieth century is about two billion people.
1: Yeah.
0: So I think it was about uh, 200 BC in China. There was a revolution. Of it wasn't really a revolution. It was just basically, you know, one. It was, it was a coup basically, and they killed a quarter of the world's population.
1: No, that, that was lived... the Mongols, wasn't it?
0: No, no, this is pre-Mongol era. They killed the, the equivalent of about quarter, yeah. 450 million people to like the mid, to like the 1950s standards. <laughs> so they would have killed like a, a quarter of the fucking world. But just I, just finished a, like, I
1: just finished a book reading about the Crusades and it was the same thing. Like, fucking disgusting, man. Mate, it's just, it was one of the hardest books I've read because it just gets the point where there's just so much slaughter... Yeah. That you're like by the fourth crusade by the fourth crusade, I was just like, Fuck like Mm -hmm. there's another one to go after this. This is fucking pissing me off. (laughs) It was like the kings are like sitting down there, right? And then the Pope comes up and says, like, basically, we'll forgive you for all the shit you've done if you just go and try and retake Jerusalem. So all these punters were like, Oh fuck, I'm just gonna be absorbed in my sins. Yeah, I can go kill even more people, fucking giddy up.
0: Who was the first
1: Crusade? First Crusade was in 10... Like, 1090s. Was that, um... The, no,
0: actually, the first... The Barbarossa?
1: If, the, no, the... No. No, it wasn't. The official First Crusade was Peter the Hermit that failed, and then the official First Crusade... Yeah. That was the, actually the most successful. Yeah, and, and then, then took, Saladin they,
0: took it back, didn't
1: he? Yeah, afterwards, yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> but I remember <laughs> being in Jerusalem, and they were like the... That the that the um, the Catholic soldiers were saying they were knee deep in infidel blood, that they that literally they insane. literally slaughtered the whole city to the point that even like the church was like, Just I'm, blood so- blood. I- I'm sorry, you you what? <laughs> like, <laughs> you what do you mean you killed all of them? Like they they not fucking mental. Yeah, and that's why I like- think it's the
0: bloodlust, and once it would kick in, man, oh. you wouldn't. It'd be hard to stop.
1: Well, do you, reckon, do you reckon you get on a bit of a roll, do you? Do you, reckon you I reckon you step, would. Step I reckon, five dudes you like, like, your eyes in. Like,
0: like, you hear about people getting war PTSD and yeah. um, like specifically going back into battle mode. I reckon you'd just be in like, an, like just uh, not PTSD, just TTSD. <laughs> just like, just TSD, just, you know. You're There and you're traumatized, and you just can't, you just stuck never, in a mode
1: like, but they obviously wasn't documented then. But they never ever talked about like post traumatic stress disorder of like medieval knights. But when you watch how they fought, like, it was unbelievably horrific, those battles. Yeah, how are those guys just not fucked? Afterwards? Maybe, maybe it it could have been a it.
0: cultural thing where they've grown up with it. That's how society is, and they come back into it, and that's how it is. Whereas we have a more...
1: Something to compare to.
0: We, yeah, we we grow up in a little bit more of a peaceful way, or want that peace, and we're not around super violent people, so when you get into that, and then have to come back into this world, it's like oh. survival. Your survival mode is like, I'd, I'd say like, you know, going into war would be like survival mode, you'd be like, okay, fuck, I've never been yeah. to war, but... I'd assume you go into like some yeah some form of survival mode where you're like, okay, got to get out of this. Like, yeah. And then maybe when PTSD comes back, it kicks back in and you're back into survival mode. You're like, well, fuck. Like. But I
1: remember that I had a mate that was in the, um, the Special Force overseas for years, but the same thing was happening. So he would, uh, I think he did Afghanistan, and he'd come back and he'd be running down the beach uh, with his, uh, I think now, wife. Yeah. And he'd stop running the beach and like fully be like, "Whoa! Like stop, 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 stop!" Yeah. Because he saw that the sand was in a like in a different form, and it could have been an improvised explosive yeah. device. Yeah. So training was like, "Oh, that and looks IAP out of that look, yeah. that looks out of sync." Stop. Yeah. And then his missus, who was a nurse, was like, "No, nah, it's cool, you know." Yeah. That's <laughs> how sand goes. Bro. Yeah. <laughs> sand <laughs> wow, that's blows, horrific. Okay. Hey? Like,
0: um, I just found out. So my partners are. My partner's uncle was part of the Vietnam War and um, they actually, he was a tank driver and they hit a trip mine. I'm not, I, I think they were driving like a light tank and yep. it, they hit a trip mine or, you know, just a mine. Yeah. And it's actually exploded and his best mate has copped the brunt of the force. Wow, damn. And there's just nothing of him. Mm. And so I think it was at the Vietnam War, like famously where they uh, weren't, properly um after the war when you get um d de-
1: yeah the vietnam war was i mean this he wasn't he
0: wasn't a conscription soldier lucky for him he joined because his mate had actually died in the war and that's why he joined but um
1: when they got when they got back it's really interesting because debriefed the, that's the word i looking for. they weren't debriefed yeah. well the general, or, the general consensus is that they were they were really hard done by the yeah well, there is so, now there is now some we heard some stories of him
0: that he after this after the tank had been largely blown up he's lost a ball in the process like like later on had to have it removed because of shrapnel
1: yeah
0: um he's actually had to do the cleaning of the tank at the end of it as well oh no yeah it's like the most horrendous thing i've ever Speaking heard yeah most horrendous thing i've ever heard like
1: that's fucking crazy yeah. So your mate's just gone And then you got to Clean it off afterwards yeah. a bunch of Cunty army up Yeah no I'm shit fucking man Fucking get someone else In to do it <laughs> No shit Or we'll just fucking burn the yeah. tank It's probably my, fucked my anyway His mate's bro. just Fucking blown all over me At yeah. least you could do Is just make him a cup of tea Or get him a whiskey and Also cop so, a bit of shrapnel Yeah here, like, <laughs> right, like, like, right in the bowl Clearly Clearly this is one of the Worst things a human Can ever say Yeah
0: I'll clean the tank So like obviously He's not not too flash ever since then and he lives by himself now and yeah, in like a pretty isolated town because obviously it's a little just can't bit can't deal with it you, yeah, I you just in, wouldn't I'll, be able to deal with it man
1: Oh I yeah, mean, I was down in um, Clarksdale Mississippi it's a small town because I'm into blues music there's a blues museum down yeah. there and it's where a lot of the musicians come from and I bumped into ironically I bumped into a Vietnam vet uh, who was from Chicago and mm-hmm. I was going to Chicago the next day yeah, so I actually sat down and chatted to this. It was really an amazing experience. Like you're supposed to be in this museum, looking at everything. I ended up sitting down, chatting to this guy for three hours because yeah. he was also a blues musician and just you know had a lot of interesting stories to tell. But he was saying he came back, uh, and for a year he couldn't sleep on a bed. So sleep on the floor. His wife slept in the bed. I've heard he a lot of stories floor, like yeah. that, yeah. And then he goes, even to this day, he goes, like, my kids just kind of always... Because, unfortunately, his wife passed when yeah. the kids were young. And he goes, my kids just always grew up knowing that the dad was just a little bit special after the war. And, you know, they kind of learned how to kind of deal around it, sort of thing. Yeah. But yeah. he goes, it even came down to things like eating from depression. And it's not something
0: you'd really realize ever in your life. Or understand completely because you've never gone through that. But I guess as an adult, you'd start to realize he's obviously, obviously. he's obviously seen some shit. And then, but it would be kind of, it would be so sad in that period as a kid. Like, why is you know why is dad doing this? Like, yeah. yeah,
1: but but I mean, it's such a weird thing because we ask our we vote the government's in, and we ask our own people to fight wars. And then we kind of turn around because it's so no anti So We have no connection. We don't feel any responsibility. We, we don't feel any anger towards well, these people. We've actually us dec- to kill. De- we declared war on Iraq and Afghanistan and sent soldiers there. Yeah. No, no one actually thinks, oh, we've declared war on a sovereign nation or anything like that. But the problem that I have as well is that we don't really take care of them. It's like we have the Anzac Day march. Once a year, they Big come out. We, we yeah. give them a clap, and then you know you get one day a year, and then the rest, everyone just can kind of, you know, I kind of forget it. I think more when, people focus when, on looking after vets Weren't a lot of the Vietnam vets
0: though also booed when they came back?
1: Apparently, yeah.
0: That is the most horrific thing ever. And Imagine then going no, 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 through and, that, you've been conscripted. You haven't chosen to join the army. You've been pulled into the army. You know, given the option. What was it? Muhammad Ali went to jail instead of going to the army. It's yeah, like, you're in the army or you go to jail. And, you know, the obvious, uh, I don't want to go to jail, maybe it'll be fine. Oh, you
1: do, you do, uh, you, um, you jump the, you escape the country. My dad went from Bangkok to London, overland, uh, in 1972. Overland? Overland, on wow. a motorbike, overland. Wow. Would have been a fun ride though. Would have it was amazing at yeah. <laughs> that time of his life. Yeah, but. he did that, and then he did from America through all of Central America. All <laughs> I Central mean, he America. ended up
0: pretty close to Vietnam.
1: Yeah, because <laughs> he ended up in Thailand, and he and it was so funny. We went back to Bangkok, and he goes, "It was such a freaking classic." Because I just needed a cheap place to stay in Bangkok, and he goes, "Obviously, it was the Vietnam War." Yeah. So he goes, "Like half was the CIA." Oh, no, one third was the CIA, one third were just hookers, the other third was a mix of backpackers and Viet Cong walks. Like, like U.S.S.R. US, agents U.S.S.R. agents. <laughs> so he goes like, and it was in some fucking crappy area. But he goes, I've just got to show my kids like where I was, right? Yeah. And he goes, it was just freaking the whole thing was manders. But his mate uh, escaped, and ironically, it was out of uh, Fremantle here. Yeah. So he hadn't been to Fremantle since 1972, and he came out in 2018 to from see where? It. Uh, So obviously from Melbourne. He'd never been through Fremantle from, again. Oh, from Melbourne, So right, he got a yeah. boat from Fremantle to Singapore yeah. on that trip, and he'd never ever yeah. visited. So then when I was driving him down, he goes, mate, it's crazy, because I was with my friend who was dodging the Vietnam draft? Yeah. Was standing at that berth at Fremantle, getting on the boat, and they're checking the passports. And he's going, mate, I don't know what to do. I can't fight. I, I've got to go to mm. jail. Like, but he goes, mate, you're my best friend. He goes, just you got to have a good time for both of us, you know. Yeah. And and if I go to jail, I, my escape is going to be thinking about you That's having right, fun in the was world. Because it was
0: done through the birth date. So yeah, the it was lottery a, wasn't it. it was so lottery, if somebody yeah. ever checked your ID. You were probably supposed to be somewhere. Yeah,
1: so that was because they were checking his IDs and passports. Yeah, so you couldn't run inland
0: out to towns or anything
1: like. No, that's yeah. So then what happened? He goes, "I don't." He goes, "I think maybe because it was so late at night that the guys at customs couldn't give a fuck, so Mm. they just stamped the passports." And he goes, "They stamped my mate's passport," and he's just grabbed me and just pushed me up the fucking. You know, like, oh, we're going on holidays. I like pushed me up as quickly as possible to get on. Yeah, fuck. And by the time they got to London, which was like fucking a year later or whatever and Because obviously
0: London's didn't want anything to yeah, do with like that. Yeah, so they? <laughs> he
1: was there and then he stayed on for a little bit and then they eventually said, you know, you, you're clear. You know, don't worry about it. Everyone can come home. Yeah. And then he had another mate that was on the... Um, he had another mate that was a military police dirty he played soccer with. Yeah. That was running all the scams... So he's not conscripted. He's gone, oh, I've drawn the military police and I'd be a driver for the generals. And he was running all the illegal gambling and trading oh. and, like, gun running and stuff like Make some like money that. while you're doing Mate, it. Mate, so he goes, he goes, the guy's just come back. I think the guy's dead now, but the guy's come back and he's just made a fucking squillion. So oh. he's come back and bought a house, a nice car, and he goes, like, oh, my other mates are fucking... Fucked that have gone over there and he yeah, was like, fuck. mate I had the time on my life. <laughs> <laughs> I had hookers <laughs> here and, yeah, there. and I a bit of syphilis there. Bro. Fucking... <laughs> just just right there. sex, drugs and fucking rock and roll! Yeah. <laughs> oh, And a bit of deer hunter uh, yeah. oh. roulette. <laughs> 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 just, just for kicks on a Wednesday afternoon <laughs> to get over hump day.
0: I think the thing that got me about going to Vietnam was going to the War Museum And just reading all the propaganda in there, and just thinking, like at first you buy into it, like it's really fucking sad. But at the end of the day, war is a two-sided thing. Like, otherwise, what it'd be a genocide. Like, war is a two-sided thing. Like, um, like you know, we treated our our, all our prisoners like with the utmost respect.
1: I was actually I I stayed and you know for a fact they did not. So Hanoi Hilton, for those that don't know, is the famous prison where they kept the. McCain um, and, and yeah. all the Air Force dudes or whatever, yeah. the yard of Hanoi Hilton is now a skyscraper development, and I stayed with my dad's friend there, yeah. and it's like next door is the museum. And it's a fascinating experience, right, because there's American dudes walking through, right, and they've still got guys in America looking for the bodies. Yeah. the school got guys walking around trying to find the remains of the roommate. So they've got this American dude walking with his business clients yep. or whatever. Oh, he treated the world, treated prison as well, blah, blah, blah. And then he's like, Come on, man, you didn't treat the prison... You treated the prisoners like shit, like fucking dogs. And because she's communist official, she's got to do the... So he keeps laying into her. Yeah. And then she's just got like, full patriotic. Fuck me. No, fuck you. So she's like... You know, you killed millions of our people, and you're about the Asian orange, and what about but blah 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 blah. blah. Can... And it was amazing because the both of them were like afterwards, were like, a just t- take a deep breath. <laughs> like, like we, that was really horrible. Yeah. What we both did, and they actually started chatting afterwards and be friendly. But it was yeah. amazing. They both had this full on like. Get it out Get, get it out, out of system. Get it out of the system yeah. Then you can
0: talk it out And feel a bit better Feel yeah. a bit better But at the end of the day It was fucked And like If you talk to anyone from I guess if you're talking to people from the north They don't see it the same as People from the south The people from the south Would have seen it as a takeover Of yeah. Of you know I um, still
1: reckon it should be called Saigon though I know I mean I well, know how she mean it a good job you most people from
0: Most of the people from the south Still call it Saigon
1: like, so, well, where I, mean, I work, where our work is... Well, they was, call it Saigon. because well, I was the South Vietnamese here. Like, I remember even growing up, when you go to the Vietnamese restaurants, they used to fly the South Vietnam flag. Yeah. And I still... Yeah, it's, it's kind of weird, because you still have South Vietnamese soldiers marching in Anzac Day. And I yeah. always found that really weird. I was like, well... Because they wanted our...
0: Because they just wanted people to support. Because at the end of the day, it would be the same as if, say, maybe... China... <laughs> China wanted to take over Australia and then, you know, Vietnam came in to help us and it was like China and Darwin, <laughs> Darwin, like the far north of Australia were trying to take over the southern part of Australia. Like yeah. that's how you would see it is like, we're independent. Like we don't want communism. Yeah. Now we're in a pretty, pretty corrupt, uh, like at the end of the day, it was a pretty corrupt, no, uh, a
1: corrupt government,
0: uh, capitalist yeah. society, but it still wasn't like, you know, communist sort of autocracy yeah. society, which is what communism always turns to is a dictator or autocracy because at the end of Just the day... Just mass
1: murder. As, <laughs> long as, as long as someone
0: has power, man. As long as someone has power, there's always going to be something to strive for. And if anything, you know, that psychopaths want,
1: it's power. But it was also in communism so easy to get rid of people. Yeah because like, everyone yeah, was terrified it was like yeah it. but it was so easy to dob people in because no one checked the evidence like you know someone else had earned more money at me at work and I'd just go oh I heard them talking really bad about Stalin or Putin or yeah. Gorbachev or whatever and they'd be like okay. yeah you're on file sign this and you'd be like yep yeah, I've said that, that person's they kill them before they ask a question. So then, next thing you know, like the people earning more money than you get oh, taken and away, and, then and, you get and their dad and their children. Like. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly, man. It's just like that, and that was a whole. Like I said, my mum growing up in, in in communist Poland, like that was just the whole time. Yeah. But what's interesting is how that that transfers through generational teaching, because you grew up in an area where you was, like. You have to understand when your mum's raising you, she's grown up in an environment that her neighbour can dob you in or or her yes, sister so can dob it's you in. Just
0: quiet, don't talk too loudly to the neighbours. Well like. it, it
1: it is it is like it's like be friendly, but you've always gotta be super like cautious and wary. Yeah. And it's only I mean you now don't want the secret police, fucking. Yeah, and in it's, un- it's only fans. now that she's obviously older and kind of like, you know, fuck it, I'm in a store for a long time, it's calmed down. But yeah, I yeah. remember even because she'd only been in the country twenty years, I think, so she'd still had half half life yeah. there, half life before she had. I us. think you
0: still see it in a lot of uh, now West, like heavily Westernized countries like Germany, and um, like uh, I, like talking to them last time I was there, a lot of the people like you go to an event, it's like a thousand people there. Yeah, you look at the like attendance on the event page on Facebook. Yeah, it's like one hundred on there, and you're like, hold up. <laughs> <laughs> like And you ask around and they just say A lot of the people there still don't click attending Because they don't want other people knowing where they're going Yeah And they reckon that's a lot to do with East you know, Berlin yeah. yeah, East Berlin when the war was up
1: Well the Stasi as well Were one of the best secret services around Yeah Which were the East German Secret Police So
0: Yeah, well they had a big big web of You know Informants Informants, Informa. yeah <laughs> I
1: played it on my radio show last night. The old Snow Informer, great song. Do, 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 do. <laughs> all right, bro, it's up to an hour, so I don't even know if people listen after an hour. <laughs> so
0: let's. Uh, if you're listening, congratulations, congratulations, like, and get a fucking life. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how we're gonna leave it. Get a life. Bro. <laughs>